Chapter Thirty Four of Tell Us Another by Winfred Hurst, S.D.S. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Maria Therese. A beautiful legend of Corpus Christi. One fine morning in the month of June, Old Mother Birch Tree told her children not to be a bit frightened, should someone come in the course of a few hours and cut them down. Yours may be a glorious lot, she said but only the fine, tall, straight trees will be taken. Listen, my children, it may be your happiness to stand honorary guard when the Lord Jesus moves in triumph through the streets on the Feast of Corpus Christi tomorrow. It is indeed true that afterwards you will have to die, but you will see that which is the most beautiful on the face of God's earth, and you will be giving your lives for Him. I could not see Him when I was young, because I have grown crooked. And Mother Birch sobbed. Nearly all the young birches were delighted with the prospect. Only a few tried to hide themselves, faint-heartedly, behind their mother. The others were only proud of the honor that might be accorded them, and looked forward with joy to the hour of their glorious sacrifice. After having seen that which is fairest under the sun, they said to each other, we can afford to die, for then a nameless longing would consume us, and we should die slow deaths anyhow. As it is, we shall die like so many martyrs. Now, one tiny little birch heard all this, too, but it was too frail, too small, too gentle, a mere baby birch, and when it hesitatingly asked whether it would probably be taken also, the others only looked sympathetic and shook their leaves most doubtfully. Then the little birch became very sad indeed. Not even its mother, nor the sunshine, nor the birds that sang so jubilantly in its branches every morning, could console it in its sorrow. To see the Lord Jesus, oh, the twinkling stars up above its head so high, had told it so much about this dear good God. When the others were asleep, it used to listen to their wonderful talk for a long, long time. To adorn the way along which he would walk, to see him, to die for him, what an enviable lot. Suddenly the tread of heavy feet was heard, and rough voices sounded. Ah, surely, many of the youthful birches, so brave but a moment before, must have trembled then, even in spite of themselves. But they were quickly cut down, one after the other. With pain and yet joy did Mother Birch Tree look upon her children, as they fell before her very eyes. Theirs was to be a happy lot indeed. Oh, if they would only come to me, the weak little birch sobbed in a whisper. Enough! called out one of the voices. So it was not to be taken the long after all. Oh, how it had hoped against hope that it would be needed anyhow. A dewdrop ran down its fair white trunk like a tear. One is still wanting, a voice said again, but there is not a single nice tree left. Ah, here, this one will do. A blow, a fall, and the little birch, happy in its very pain and all aglow, was piled onto the wagon with the rest. It is the great feast of Corpus Christi. All in a row the birches stand proudly side by side along the flower-covered road, young and fresh and smiling in their bliss, each beauteous leaf trembling in adoration, the favored guard of honor of the Lord God, Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament, to be adored forever. But where is our little birch, the blessed one? Oh, the good fortune that fell to its lot! In addition to other larger and leafier trees, two smaller ones were wanted, in order the more symmetrically, to adorn the high altar in the open, 
They were placed just next to the tabernacle, and one of them was our thrice happy little birch. Oh, how long it seems before the Eucharistic King comes! Now the last gospel is being read, and lo, the procession enters. First the little girls, dressed in white, with wreaths upon their hair, looking for all the world like angels, then the priests in their gold-embroidered vestments, and then, beneath the starry baldachin, the venerable bishop reverently bearing the most blessed sacrament. The little birch sees the Lord at once. It cannot turn its eyes away from him, the God of all, whom the stars spoke about in those holy night watches, and whose delight it is to be with the children of men, under the humble appearances of bread. He has come to the altar at last. The little birch can see him from very near. And, oh, what a trembling passes through it from head to foot, when the bishop places the golden monstrance upon the altar of spotless white, and its branches touch the glowing gems. Now it will die gladly, oh, so gladly. It has seen that which is the most beautiful upon the face of God's blessed earth, Jesus in the blessed sacrament. The Te Deum is intoned. All join in, and the mighty volume of sound jubilantly ascends on high. So it must be in heaven, where the saints and angels sing the praises of God. Such melodies must be in the hearts of those whose constant prayer is this, that Eucharistic kingdom come. But the little birch was dead. Too great had been its happiness. It had died of joy. The others still stood proudly there, fresh and strong. But baby birch let its leaves hang pitifully low. Its withered branches drooped as they leaned lightly against the tabernacle, a touching symbol of love clinging in death to the Lord whom it had joyously clung to in life. End of chapter 34